Welcome to Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William, featuring award-winning financial advisor and former host of the Sunday Money Show, News Talk 1010, Paul Baraka and his associate advisor, William Baraka. Creating and keeping wealth does not need to be complicated. Paul and William will cut through confusing and contradictory financial advice to give you the real facts to help you invest better and enjoy a worry-free retirement. The views and opinions expressed in this video may not necessarily reflect those of IPC Securities Corporation. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to, I believe it's episode number 12 of Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William. I'm Paul, and my trusty advisor, William, is on the other part of the uh, of the video. Thank you for watching us, whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening on your favorite uh, podcast streaming service. Glad you're joining us. Today, we're going to have a little bit of a break. We're going to talk about business owner issues. And one of the biggest things I found we, in our practice, William and I, we have a lot of business owner clients. And we find there's a, a lot of mistakes made and things that business owners just aren't aware of how to properly plan for retirement, how to do it in the most tax efficient way. There's a number of mistakes that we see happening time and time again. What, what I was hoping to do is, is break this up into two parts. The first part is the why. And the second part is the how. So, I mean, the first part, if you're a business owner, you're focused on your business. It's you're living your business generally night and day. Uh, you put, you know, all your, your mental capacities. You tend to work on your business a lot, but not necessarily. I'm sorry, I got that wrong. You tend to work in your business a lot, but you don't work on it a lot. What do we mean by that? We tend to work in the nuts and bolts in it, but we don't often spend time to look at the big picture, you know, and especially when you talk about retirement planning for business owners. By the way, some of the things that we hear are, why would I invest and plan my retirement somewhere else? My business is my retirement. That's the best place I can put my money. We're going to talk in a couple of minutes about why that can be a massive, massive risk. And oh, by the way, here's the other thing we hear, right, William? You hear, well, I can't put money aside now. I need cash for this in the business. I need to buy this. I need to do that. Of course, the problem is the same thing happens every year. And then a decade later, you haven't done anything. So imagine this, by the way. Well, you've heard, we, we've been through business owners like this, and we've seen this happen. Imagine you're a business owner. You spend years, maybe decades, building your business. You put everything into it, your time, your money, your life. You give up family time for your business. And then technology changes, making your product of service obsolete. Or maybe market changes, the tastes change. And you, the demand for your product just goes down. Maybe a key employee leaves that creates some problems. What about you become sick? or disabled or worse. Hey, if you have a partner, what if they become sick and or disabled or, or worse, they die, and all of a sudden their spouse or son or daughter takes over and they don't really know the business. 
Matter of fact, there's hundreds and hundreds of reasons why after 10 years, 65% of all new businesses fail. Six, more than half. So again, those are the things that can happen. And if you don't do something to put some money aside, can you imagine turning in your 50s or 60s, you spent all your time building your business, the business goes down, now you've got nothing. Could you imagine how that's going to be? That's why you need to create what we call an independent source of wealth to fund your retirement. Things that just kind of well, makes common sense, doesn't it, Will? Yeah, the biggest uh, mistake people make, like you, you said at the top there, is they're just overly, not overly involved, that's not the right way of putting it, but they're just always working in the business yeah, um, yeah. instead of outside the business. And you know, as a business owner yourself, there's always stuff to do, always problems within the business. So people just become all consumed by it. And they don't look at the real big picture things and they don't create a plan. So there's no plan for eventual when they're going to retire, how they're going to retire, if they're going to sell the business, how they're going to do it, to whom and, and, and how they're going to do it. And then eventually they get to a point, like you said, where they're, they're in their 60s, 70s. Um, and they finally decide, I want to get out, but there's been not, no work it's, done. It's to kind of late then. You're right. And that's the first mistake. The first mistake is not planning, just, you know, running that business, running it. There's always things going on. There's always every day you're just, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're fighting fires every day. And this happens, tends to happen year after year, decade after decade. That's the first mistake business owners make is they don't plan. They don't look at their business from 10,000 feet, as we say, and say, hey, so, what's going on here? Look at the big picture. So that's the first mistake. Well, the proper way of doing it, just to expand on it, is, again, like you don't wake up one day and say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell my business, and then it just happens, right? It requires years of planning. You need your business structured properly to set it up. You need, again, a, a proper succession plan of who it's going to be sold to. Yes. Um, so, again, that doesn't all happen in, in one day. You need to plan years in advance for that. Yeah. The other thing, too, again, is planning the retirement. Again, not, you know, our mothers always told us, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yet how many business owners put all their eggs in one basket? My business is my retirement. I'm not putting money anywhere else. You know, we, we hear that occasionally. Again, 65% of all new businesses fail after 10 years. You're setting yourself up for a massive, massive risk, and you don't need to. So that's the first mistake, not planning. And then the other, one of the other big mistakes we see is um, it's great when we do see business owners who don't put all their eggs in one basket and they do begin like investment planning and, and things of that nature for their retirement, but they don't take taxes into account when they're doing Bingo. that. Bingo. Bingo. And this is actually a problem, not just with business owners, but just even if you're non-business owners, we tend to... So first thing, most people look at the rate of return. You need to look at your rate of return on your statement and on your tax return. The two of them combined tell you what you're really earning on your money, and it rarely, rarely happens. So yeah, for a business owner, the business owner has more options to put money away. And there's very different tax implications one way or the other. And that brings us to the third mistake, not understanding it's not uncommon where a business owner will keep money within their corporation. Maybe they'll have a holding company. 
and they'll set up what we call a passive investment account owned by the holding company. But again, going back to mistake number one, they often don't realize that the tax rate on that, on passive income is 50.17% on the first dollar. Now this is key because when you, when you pay tax yourself, we have a graduated tax system. So you actually don't pay any tax on the first, oh, roughly $13,000, $14,000. And then you pay 20% on the next roughly $30,000. You don't actually personally pay the top tax rate, which is 53%, until you're earning a personal taxable income of over $235,000. But a business owner, in your passive investment account, you pay over 50% on the first dollar of income, and this is not taken into account. That's the third big mistake. To give an example, like we met with someone yesterday who has a large corporate investment account at one of the big banks, and yes. a lot of it was invested in big dividend-paying funds, which that's not at all tax-efficient. No, when you're getting dividend, we looked at this and there was, oh, it was a slightly over seven-figure portfolio and there was an annualized distribution of about 40, over $40,000. Well, that's taxed at a very high rate. Now, dividends in the passive account are taxed about 40%. So every year, this person is paying a big chunk of money in taxes they don't need to. We can... There are ways to replicate the same dividend income and defer it and capitalize it and save up just a pile of money on the on your taxes. Again, the client wasn't even aware of this. And I showed it to them right on their own statement from the bank. So again, not clearly under, and we see this a lot where the investment accounts held corporately are simply not set up tax efficiently. And the client often doesn't really if they're not aware of it, they're not aware of what's going on. So at, now look at the fifth mistake. And again, not understanding what's the best and most tax efficient way to create the most after-tax income in retirement. By the way, the only important dollar, any of you who listen to me on the radio, I always said the only important dollar is an after-tax dollar. And it's not uncommon we hear things like, oh, you shouldn't, uh, money in an RSP isn't worthwhile because, oh, you have to pay tax on it down the road. We talked about that in our RSP episode podcast that uh, we had last week. But that's not actually true. If you compare, and this is done at a very detailed level, putting money into an RSP as a business owner or an individual pension plan that we'll talk about in another episode. In the great majority of cases, you are better off after tax while deriving retirement income, take, taking money from that RSP than you would be from your passive investment account. Now, there are it's different depending on the type of investment you own in the passive investment account. Again, that's uh, a topic for another, another podcast. But again, Rarely is that taken into consideration, and the business owners we talk to simply are not aware of it. If they're generating in that passive corporate-owned account dividends, they're better off with their money in their RSP. If they're generating interest or net rental outcome, they're better off in their RSP. The only way that you are on an after-tax basis better with your passive investment account is if you own, if you're earning 
totally deferred capital gains. And that's, that's not going to happen in very rare instances. So those are the first five mistakes. Paul, let's uh, wrap it up for today. So in terms of the summary, just a quick summary, the six mistakes that we see. First mistake, business owners don't make a plan for their retirement. Second mistake, they're not clearly looking at after-tax dollars. Third mistake, understanding tax on passive investments held in a corporation. Fourth mistake is uh, not understanding the difference in tax rates between interest, capital gains, dividends, and net rental income in the corporate. It's very different than personal. Fifth mistake, not understanding the best way to create that after-tax income during retirement. And the sixth, what we're all guilty of to a great extent, procrastinating, putting off, pulling off, usually till it's too late. Let's, uh, let's end here. Uh, I know you want to review what we'll, we'll be talking about next week. Yeah. Next podcast, we're going to talk about something that's relevant for everyone. We just had a lousy year in the stock market. Uh, we're going to talk about five things that we learned going through a 2022. I think that's going to be a lot of fun to go through. I think it will be. I hope you're wearing a nice bright orange shirt next time too. I'll do my best for you. And by the way, everyone, if you like what you're hearing, make sure you rate us and subscribe to our podcast. All right. Thanks, everyone. This podcast was brought to you by West End Wealth Planning, an award-winning wealth planning practice catering to small and medium-sized business owners and to those looking to create a worry-free retirement for themselves and their families. To learn more, go to westendwealth.com. Don't forget to rate this podcast and subscribe to Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts.